the comment section is pretty good. This uh, so this is a craft brewer in Lacrosse. Uh, folks who are familiar with that would probably know it. Six oh eight, and so they posted this. And then if if you need some entertainment, the comment section is pretty good. One suggesting, does it come with a blue pill? There we go. Another comment: Gow chicka gow gow. <laughs> Is this available for everyone or only fans? Oh, there we go. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 6.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News, all of southeast Wisconsin, again, under that winter storm warning. That goes until 3 o'clock the tomorrow morning correct so we'll remain under that for the duration of today winter is coming winter is coming winter is coming now if you already know your kid's school is canceled you don't have to listen to the rest of the show eric and i will spend the remainder of today's program reading in alphabetical order the school closings that is my technology that's my favorite thing about the the latest tech we now live in that we don't have to do that anymore remember back in the day though when we would wake up and listen yeah Come on, baby, come on. Well, and I went to Tosa, yeah. so we had to get to the W's before you got, <laughs> yeah. before you got to Wauwatosa. That sucked. <laughs> Sit there all morning like, is it? I don't know if I put my snow pants on I mean, or that, not. That list would take like 20, 25 yeah. minutes to read. It's the only way we could do it. So you guys called off. You're out in the Falls area. You're Hamilton School District. Yeah, they you guys called, called it off pretty yesterday. early. Yeah, mid-afternoon. I got well, I'm just drifting off to sleep. Like, you know, that... That inch before you're totally asleep and mm-hmm. the body starts to feel, phone's going off. Kids are texting each other. No school tomorrow. <laughs> and they're telling you. That's and nice. I, I've been wrong like every time. I'm starting to sound like the old crank who's like, you guys are going to have kids. Today. You guys are going to have school tomorrow. No, but you're in that interesting area, yeah. though, right? Where it so may not be as bad. South side, we're Greendale. And I did notice, honestly, even from, you know, when I came about a mile or two closer to the lake, the conditions were different on the drive-in this morning. So it was more snow by where I lived. And then once I got, especially yep. towards downtown, right? When we hit oh, downtown, it was yep. rain. It was fine. Yeah, it was pouring at one point. And Milwaukee Temp, which is recorded at the airport, again, at 37 degrees. So we're on top of the winter storm for you. What do we got? Niznanski at 720. He'll mm-hmm. join us live. Coplin will join us in the 8 o'clock hour again. And we could get a little bit of a gap. As I said, like this, the back end of the snow, which is going to be stronger, will be here later this morning. So if you look out the window and you're like, I don't see what the deal is, that's the deal. It's still coming. 614, Brandon Snyder, Sports Next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The rough stretch for the Bucks unfortunately continued on Monday night in Milwaukee at Pfizer Forum. Jordan Clarkson and Lori Marketing each had 21 points apiece. And the Utah Jazz hold off a second-half rally in Milwaukee for the 132-116 to victory over the Bucks. Well, you know, we, we knew we were not playing well and we were not playing uh, up to our standard uh, standards. And, and, and the uh, like I said, in, at halftime, we showed them areas where they got to improve. And, you know, winning, it, it takes what it takes. You know, I don't make the rules. Winning makes the rules. And uh, we got to continue to find ways to get better. But... Um, you know, this the second half was something to grow on. It got ugly real quick last night. The Bucks were down at one point 33 points and eventually got it down to single digits before the Jazz hit a couple of big shots in that fourth quarter to send the Bucks home 
with their fourth la- loss in their last five games. The Bucs were without guard Damian Lillard, who was out for personal reasons. Chris Middleton added 23 points while Giannis led the way with 25. And following another tough loss, the two-time MVP gave a simple answer when asked how this team can respond moving forward. Gotta stay together. That's it. That's pretty much it. If you try to um, go your way or do it yourself, it's not gonna work. We've been in this position before. Yeah, it's okay to be in this position because, like I've said, like facing adversity brings the best out of you. But uh, again, at the end of the day, like we have to get better. We have to realize that we have to keep on doing the little things, you know. And when you add all those little things, that's when you have. A winning game, you know, that's when you have a winning team. Milwaukee will have the next couple of days off before playing host to Boston on Thursday night. Over to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers are gearing up for a trip down to Dallas to take on the Cowboys in the NFC wildcard round. Head coach Matt LaFleur spoke on Monday following an emotional win over the Bears on Sunday and the importance of guarding against his team just being content about making this year's postseason. I fully believe that these guys have the mindset of just showing up and, and continuing to work, try, try to get a little bit better. Um, we obviously know we have a great challenge in front of us going down to Dallas against a team that um, they're 8-0 at home. A big reason why the Pack are playing on in their season is because of the play from their starting quarterback in Jordan Love, who he said he's excited about seeing his improving offense have a shot in this year's playoffs. We've been getting better every game. Every week we're finding ways to improve and get better. Now we're just we're, we're in the dance. So uh, we're going to continue doing the same thing we've been doing and trying to find ways to get better. But uh, I, I like where our offense is moving. Um, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Packers-Cowboys kickoff all set for 3.30 on Sunday afternoon from Dallas. And lastly, to college football, where the Michigan Wolverines defeated the Washington Huskies 34-13 to to win the 2024 College Football Playoff National Championship. Michigan has now won its 10th title in school history, capping off a perfect 15-0 season under head coach Jim Harbaugh. And you're not root for the Big Ten guy, huh? Never. <laughs> Forget you, Michigan. Wanted that game over in, in the first half. <laughs> I could care less. Coming up, Porny McChancellor, the beer. That story next. At 624, another chapter in the ongoing tale of Porny McChancellor. That's all I'll say. Right? (laughs) (laughs) You can toast the former chancellor of UW Lacrosse with a beer. More on that in a moment. Dr. Joe Gao, fired by the UW Board of Regents as chancellor at UW Lacrosse when it was discovered that he and his wife were openly promoting porn stars, porn sites, and themselves appeared in pornographic videos that were posted online. We're thrilled to have the one and only Will Pounder on our show. Yeah, on our, on our show. That was the cooking show with porn stars on YouTube. At least one video now north of 40,000 views as Dr. Gao is getting exactly what he expected he would get. A lot of attention. Who are some of those names? <laughs> Danny Mountain, Will Pounder. Who did you say? Mount Horeb? <laughs> I, I couldn't remember Will. Come who on. was the guy? Mountain guy? What's, what's his name? Danny Mountain. Danny Mountain. I couldn't think of his name. I said, who's this guy? Mount Horeb? <laughs> A different guy. Yeah, community in Dane County, I believe. So Dr. Gow told us on Wisconsin's Morning News, he didn't think this was any big deal. Nobody is forcing anybody to read anything or watch anything they don't want to. So you, you have to be interested in this kind of material to go out and find it. So it it really is 
you know, kind of, uh, I, I don't know what people are objecting to. Yeah, well, still no word on legal action that Dr. Gawa said he is considering in an effort to fight his firing. We do know, in addition to the T-shirt, yes, thank you, can please stop sending me that pic and sending it to the text line. I've seen the shirt. Uh, you can toast Porny McChancellor with a tribute beer. 608 Brewing Company is a craft brewery in La Crosse. Described this way, and they posted this yesterday. Tomorrow, as snow comes, so does this beer. Hot for Chancellor is a sour ale fruited with cherries, apricots, peaches, and vanilla. Coming in at 5% ABV. Available uh, at open tomorrow, so today, January 9th, in four packs and on tappy. I bet it'll go hot. I bet people will jump on that for sure. <laughs> it'll go hot? Oh. Hot for Chancellor? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So the comment section is pretty good. This, uh, so this is a craft brewer in La Crosse. Uh, folks who are familiar with that would probably know it, 608. And so they posted this. And then if, if you need some entertainment, the comment section's pretty good. One suggesting, does it come with a blue pill? There we go. Another comment, gow chicka gow gow. <laughs> is this available for everyone or only fans? Oh, there we go. Hot for Chancellor beer available today at 608 Brewing. In lacrosse. And they think that's pretty cool. And that was the Marine that became a porn star. Yeah. yeah. Every Marine talks about becoming a porn star. And I guess I did it. The Packers are not happy simply just to be here. Brandon Snyde has that in sports coming up at 645. Remember this. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. Harry Rodgers inferring that Kimmel might pop up on the Epstein list last week. Inferred, when he was on the- but didn't say. All right, but inferred <laughs> okay. it, right? Uh, anyway, <laughs> Kimmel now firing back. Aaron Rodgers is too arrogant to know how ignorant he is. <laughs> they let him host Jeopardy for two weeks. Now he knows everything. Yeah, Kimmel uh, back okay, on that's the air funny. there tonight or last <laughs> night. This hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube and listening to podcasts. I looked it up. This is actually a thing. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, the Dunning-Kruger effect, essentially, that you're, you're, you're so and stuck on yourself that you don't realize how stupid you feel and sound. <laughs> um, Kimmel said, no, I don't know anything about Epstein. I want, I'm not going to show up on any list. All of that is is uh, complete BS. He went after um, Rodgers quite a bit, and then he explained why. I think Aaron Rodgers has the right to express any opinion he wants, but saying someone is a pedophile is not an opinion, nor is it trash talk. Sorry, Pat McAfee. And as far as the, well, you say things about people all the time argument goes, Yes, I do. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. We say a lot of things on this show. We don't make up lies. In fact, we have a team of people who work very hard to sift through facts and reputable sources before I make a joke. Kimmel last night. So Kimmel says he has no idea what what Rogers is going to say today. Rogers is expected to address the situation on McAfee. Okay, but he just escalated it. I'll give him this. Like, if you want, if you truly wanted it's it to go away, baby. if you truly wanted, it, if you that my family's in danger, this is bad. Like, he you did crossed bring that up the line. Too. He right. goes, man, they even go after my mail guy. Like right. he was talking about the mail carrier. Okay. Even. If you if you really feel like he crossed a line, and I, I think that's a fair argument. Not sure which side of it I'm on, but if you feel he crossed a line, you should really be de-escalating then, instead of you know firing back, whatever. Not that he doesn't have a right to do it, but mm-hmm. like if. If you are fearful of your family or this line that's been crossed, wouldn't you de-escalate? Instead, he doubled down, tripled down, quadded down. So, if he, <laughs> But if he hadn't said anything, 
What would that? Just would, uh, you could say like, look, this was a serious thing, and I'm not you know, like jokes are over because you know this has crossed a line. Yeah. I'm curious what Rogers says today. Cat never backs down. I mean, far be it for me to defend him, whatever, but he never. I mean, backs will he try down. to tell jokes or will he? Maybe he'll go serious. He'll go man show on right. him. He'll, go, he'll try to bring up old <laughs> right. stuff. Or... I'll tell you this much. He won't back down. 640 on Wisconsin's Morning News. And at 644 this morning, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is still in the hospital. They say he's in good condition physically. His reputation and maybe on life support. ABC's Martha Raddatz. It was December 22nd when Austin secretly underwent a still unknown elective surgery. He was released the following day. But on Monday evening, January 1st, Austin was in such severe pain, he was taken by ambulance to Walter Reed Hospital and immediately rushed to the intensive care unit. His personal security detail following the ambulance. So what's everybody upset about? Well, apparently Secretary Austin didn't tell the most important people you need to tell that he was going in for that elective procedure initially. And then, more importantly, was slow to notify his own staff and most critically, the Commander-in-Chief, President Biden, of the additional medical complications that landed him in the ICU. So he had gone back to the hospital and right, and was in worse shape after that. So ABC's Andy Field reporting that Senate Republicans now want to know if his failure to do so may have been more than just bad form. Federal law requires the president's cabinet secretaries and agency heads to immediately report any time they can't do their job. The Pentagon says Secretary Lloyd Austin transferred some of his responsibilities to his deputy secretary as he became sicker in the hospital, but that information did not reach Congress or, it appears, even the White House until later. Now Senate Republicans want to know why and how often this has happened. Yeah, and here's the thing. The Deputy Secretary of Defense, Kathleen Hicks, may not have been notified for days after that subsequent hospitalization. And she was on vacation. (laughs) Where is she, Puerto Rico? She was in Puerto Rico. Come on. So now a Pentagon spokesman said that actually a day after that second hospitalization, that's when Secretary Austin transferred some of his powers to Deputy Secretary Hicks. But the original report suggested that wasn't until days after. That's a pretty big discrepancy. Does this prove at all that cabinet members are just basically figureheads? He's not sitting there drawing up policy like, yeah, on yeah. a regular basis. Was so. I always just right. assuming that there was a lot of work being done and maybe that's not the case? Well, you know who's really mad about all this? The Pentagon press corps. They were bent out of shape. That I believe they it. weren't notified either. So that's how you know this story is going to stay alive for oh, a long yeah. time. 646, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks dropped their second game in a row on Monday, falling this time to the Utah Jazz by a final score of 132-116. to With the loss, the Bucks have now lost four of their last five games and will welcome in the Boston Celtics on Thursday night. The Michigan Wolverines capped off their perfect 15-0 season with the 34-13 win on Monday night to win their 10th national championship in school history. And lastly, golf news. Tiger Woods and Nike officially parting ways after 27 years of doing business together. The legendary golfer made the announcement in a statement on Twitter, where he also said there will be more news to follow in the coming days. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. 
A thrilling and seemingly unpredictable Packers season is set to play for at least another week after Green Bay sent the Bears into hibernation on their way to clinching a wildcard berth in the NFC. This week, at least for me, is all about a nice victory stroll for this team, regardless of what happens on Sunday, in what has been a super successful season, most definitely beyond what anyone thought would happen. A major reason why, that is, you may ask, their head coach. After trading away Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, all of the pressure immediately went away from the four-time MVP and directly towards coach Matt LaFleur. Leading the league's youngest roster is one thing, but adding multiple key injuries over the course of the 18-week season is a whole different uphill climb. Last week I mentioned Jordan Love should be in the conversation for the league's top award, the most valuable player, and with all due respect to number 10 and his play, a lot of that credit is also due to the way LaFleur turned a corner in his play calling and his approach. After that Week 10 loss in Pittsburgh, something along the way clicked for LaFleur, which allowed him to just just let love cook, and boy, did he ever deliver. Coupled with the change of play calling and despite multiple key injuries on the offensive side of the ball, LaFleur helped pave this way for the offense to finish within the top five in multiple different categories on offense and gave his team at least one more game in the NFL's postseason tournament. Look, is he perfect? No. Will he always get everything right? Of course not. Is he frustrating at times? Sure. Which coach is not? But I think it's time that we give him his flowers. He has kept this team together under numerous different circumstances. David Bakhtiari going out in week one, Aaron Jones missing multiple weeks, Christian Watson being out for a good chunk of the season, and he has led the Packers to the postseason for the fourth time in his five years coaching here, even after beginning the season with a 2-5 and record where they were left for dead by many. He is, in my opinion, without question, your NFL Coach of the Year. Friend of the program, two-time sports writer of the year, Lori Nickel, on with us this morning. And uh, is this, is this work-from-home day for you then, Lori? Or, like, do you have places to go, or are you hunkered down? I planned and prepared ahead to work from home. We were going to do a podcast later and stuff, and we all agreed. No, definitely from home. There's no need to be on the road if, if you can work virtually. See, Lori, if I know you, you're the type that's going to wait until all the snow has fallen. That way you can get the best workout from moving all of the snow (laughs) from your driveway. Oh, but I'm old and fat, so my back needs several repetitions, several hits on that driveway. Um, I was just noticing, too, our shovels are, like, worn down to the point where we've worn down half the plastic, so I need to go spend. No, I like to go in shifts. Um, I don't like hurting my lower back. I really love the fresh air. Um, no, many shifts for me. That's funny Sorry. you mentioned that about the shovels because as a TV reporter, you know, you'd have, always have to do the we are bracing for the big snow story. Yeah. And one of the things, they'd send us over to the hardware store, and you'll see, I promise, 4, 6, 12, 58, somebody's going to be at the hardware store with folks buying shovels. And I'm like, who's buying shovels? I've lived this day my whole life. When I got see, shovels. You see Lori Nickel in the background. There she is. Hey, look at this one. <laughs> Shovel hey, worn down to a nub. No, at, at Walmart, too, yesterday, they were $35 for a shovel. I was like, <laughs> wow. can I use my garden shovel? But no, yeah, I, yeah, mm-hmm. that was me. I want, I want to ask you about something that we've been talking about. The comparisons continue. Jordan Love, statistically, did he have a better year than Aaron Rodgers and different metrics that you can look at? He certainly had more wins than Aaron Rodgers in his first season. And then there's, of course, when you watch the networks and the, the game on TV, there's the comparisons to Brett Favre even. I think that's entirely fair. 
And I think it's as a fan, I wonder myself, how's this guy stack up to the last guy? It, it, I don't know. Do, do you have any sense as to whether or not Jordan Love thinks that's fair? Do you think it is? Um, well, I'm personally going to stop it in 2024. Like, that's okay. my goal. I'm making that announcement now. It's not that I don't think it's fair. I just think I did a search, and there were 302 references to Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers, and Brett Favre in major news headlines within the last month. I'm not talking about, like, fan blogs and stuff. I'm talking about references. Now, I don't know if you guys in the last year came into work every day at your job and got compared to the previous guy who sat in that chair, um, but, and then maybe the guy who was there for 25 years before that and that they're in the Hall of Fame. I think it's excessive now, I, just for me. I think it's too much, certainly, um, in the broadcast when we're constantly talking about, oh, look, he was off his back foot. That's got to be from Brett Favre. Like, mm, no, yes. Jordan Love is his own person now. Um, you know, he's thrown to 16 different receivers this year. He's had 10 different touchdown retar- targets this year. His statistics now are being mentioned in the same as, like, there's some Tom Brady references. There's, there's, he's done enough on his own, I think, that the comparisons can stop. The fact that he doesn't seem rattled by it or confused by it or take it for anything more than a media comparison thing, I think that is incredible. We've never really covered anybody like that before. So, yes, it's fair, but I, you know, and I agree, and maybe fans do like it. I'm kind of getting sick of it. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of personally a little bit lazy even to constantly – I know the – the networks, there's a new broadcasting team almost every week or whatever, so they're constantly bringing up it's the youngest team. But, you know, I think at what point does the guy deserve to kind of stand on his own? You know, he's a 25-year-old. It, this isn't, he isn't a rookie. He isn't out of nowhere. He's been in the system. Let him stand on his own merit now. Yeah, I, I guess I'm fine with moving on as well, but the – the comparisons don't bother me, and I know I'm doing it in my own head anyway. They bother me only because maybe I'm just tired of hearing Rodgers. Maybe, maybe that's the issue. <laughs> right. I'm entirely happy with our guy. Yeah, that's. I want to hear what fans think about it. I, I don't like the overkill. I think we. I can be. I think there can be burnout with that. But I also think like I've seen him get those questions every time I've been up there, and I'm not even up there every day. And he just handles it every time. He's got a little bit of Matt LaFleur in him, too, where he just answers it so basically, so directly. And he has a non-answer, too, like, oh, I'm not worried about that or I don't know about that, which that's huge right there to me. If it makes anyone feel better, I do still get the occasional text, Gene Miller never would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lori. Just tweaking you a little bit. Yeah, just a little taste. <laughs>